All right, so we have now done another TO book report. And this time the book is called The Siege at Javatville, The Irish Army's Forgotten Battle by Declan Powers. This book is about uh, the basically how an Irish unit basically attached to the UN, basically went into the Congo during the 1961, 19th, early 1960s during their civil war and then basically had to fight off for like literally literally almost five days, four or five days to fight off a, or a combined army of uh, rebels and uh, led by mercenaries and stuff like that, like Contagans as they were called, Contagans. which is basically Contanga and the Congo. And we'll get into what that has an effect on. Like they basically fought them off for like Hand to hand with basically just like combat for like basically five days until they finally did surrender. The Irish did. So, all right. So, the book goes into um, basically the history of the Congo during uh, like how they were run by the Belgians. And then finally, once the 1960s rolled around, they won their independence. But there was a region in the Congo called Katanga that won their independence too. And basically that led off to a civil war back in the early 1960s and stuff like that. They talked about the Irish or talked about the early days of the Irish Republic, talked about their army and stuff like that. And basically went into like the group of the 35th Battalion of uh, A Company, talked about their cap or their commander, uh, Commandant Quinlan, Quinlan, stuff like that. And, uh, Talked about how they were formed, um, basically their uh, earlier actions in the Congo, like Operation Rum Punch, where they basically just went after uh, people who they suspected as basically part of the whole Katangan force and stuff like that. Arriving at Javatville, basically setting up and stuff like that, and then starting on September, and how basically how the town people were kind of like resentful to the Irish being there and stuff like that. And this was supposed to be like the first test of like the Irish army, basically international waters and stuff like that. And basically, so anyway, on September the 13th, 1961, uh, Contagion forces basically surprise attacked them while they were having mass and stuff like that. But the surprise was, uh, uh alerted by one of the soldiers who was on watch. He, uh, to alert all of his buddies who were on mass and stuff like that. He shot at the bell and then they figured out, Oh my God, we're under attack. And that's basically what happened. So the element surprise kind of, um, fell apart after that, but basically they felt fought off uh, for five to four to five days and um, stuff like that against, and then talked about that fighting them off and stuff like that. How a task force tried to come and rescue them, but like were hauled off at a uh, the Lufra Bridge by like contagion forces and stuff like that, and how um they tried to find a way of maybe evacuating or like trying to get help and stuff like that by, by transport and stuff like that, but like. How a Catanian or a French mercenary pilot flew a Faga jet or jet uh, plane and basically just bombarded their uh, uh, transports and stuff like that, so they couldn't really go anywhere either. Basically, on September the seventeenth, how they surrendered, finally surrendered after a hard-fought battle, and then uh, basically their life in captivity until like. December, so then they were released by negotiations and stuff like that. And they did see more combat. And then when they returned to Ireland, 
Um, they basically kind of like were kind of a little bit treated like um, how could you uh, like basically cowards and like their reputation was kind of soured until 2004 when uh, one of the members said like, hey, can we look into this? Basically, I really feel like and they looked into it and found like they weren't really cowards whatsoever. And then basically how their re- reputation was rebuilt after that, like they uh, got plaques, memorials and stuff like that it was pretty neat. And um, there is a Netflix series on ne- or a Netflix movie on Netflix that's called The Siege of Javadville. Um, and uh, guess who plays a uh, Kamenak Queen or Quint Quinlan, who uh, is the co- or a uh, commander? Some of you guys should probably know this. He's the male character on Fifty Shades of Grey, which is basically a glorified porno, basically. That got released in 2015. The actor, yeah, Jamie Doran, is from Northern Ireland. Yeah, the actor, Jamie Doran, area. Jamie Doran, 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 yeah. Yeah, from Northern Ireland. Wait, hold on. Oh, I could be wrong. All right, Hollywood, County Down, Northern Ireland. Yeah, that is Hollywood. I am I'm not kidding you. It is, yeah. So, yeah, actor, model, musician, musician. So, basically, his hometown is in Belfast. Yeah. He's in, uh, yeah, so uh, he was a commander in the movie. Or that's what it says, yeah. Siege of Javatville. Yeah, Patrick, or uh, company commander Patrick uh, Quinlan, who, let's see if he, no, he's not alive anymore. Ah, shoot. Well, if he was alive today, he would be 100 years old because he was born in 1919. County Kerry, so yeah. So yeah, he died at like 77, 78. So yeah. Um, So yeah, company commander, yeah. And basically, it like also told the book of why they weren't like uh, apart from another author who uh, wrote them off. Basically, yeah, like basically, if they could have had chances to try to get out and stuff like that, but they decided not to like do like a breakout attempt. But they were saying too that like if they tried a breakout attempt, they would have all been slaughtered, and they had no way of getting out, like because of lack of communication from their COs or from their. Uh, uh, head battalion headquarters and stuff like that, and not letting them know about stuff like this. If it weren't for like two Irish, uh, um, two Irish uh, businessmen that were in the area and told them, "Hey, this is probably going to happen," stuff like that, they would have never known the buildup and stuff like that. So yeah, they didn't let them know. They didn't give them transport either. Well, I mean, the one French mercenary pilot basically shot their transport, but they could have. Yeah, lack of transportation. They didn't have food or water, too, when they got deeper into the days and stuff like that. They were running out of ammunition, too. So, And they fought hard, too. They basically gave the Contangans and uh, the French mercenaries really a fight. I mean, the only people who were killed in that conflict were the Contangans and uh, French mercenaries. None of the Irish were killed, either. Yeah, the only casualties they had were, like, just 15 wounded. So everybody else kind of... Technically survived. 
yeah, technically survived. Yeah, they did. They get did band up and scarred up a little bit. But I mean, yeah, nothing a little dirt can rub off. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, so yeah. So this is a great book to read. I recommend you read this book and watch the Netflix uh, original series too, so you get a better idea too. Because the book can uh, be a little, and there are some stuff that the movie does not mention it that the book it mentioned in the book too, like because of just time constraints and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that's about it. So another um, book report that's done by the book league, standing another to uh, book report podcast episode. So second of the Royal Rooters, like syndicate, I should say syndicate. We just call that the Royal Ridge Syndicate. Probably think about it. All right, so guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to share and keep doing what I love. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple iTunes. Follow the show on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google, or wherever you get your podcast from. doesn't matter to us. So long as we're getting listeners, we're building an audience. So let's see. Try to end this show with a song that they use at the end credits of the movie. If I can find it. And this one is appropriate now. Like the last time we used, like for the Notorious, I tried to use Conor McGregor's entrance music and it didn't end up good. So I do apologize to try to do that. Crap, where is it? Try this. All right, so I think without further ado, take it away, Flogging Molly. His eyes, they closed, and his last breath spoke. He had seen all to be seen A life once full Now an empty vase With the blossoms on his early grave Walk away, me boy Walk away, me boy And by morning we'll be free With a golden tear From your mother dear And raise what's left of the flag for me Then the rosary beads Count the one, two, three Fell apart as they hit the floor In a garb of black We must pay respect to the colour We're born to mourn Walk away, me boys Walk away, me boys But morning we'll be free With the golden tear From your mother